Well, welcome to See Here Love. It's our summer series, and we're featuring never-before-seen interviews and all of your favorite shows from our past seasons. So we hope you enjoy our past conversations that are still very important and inspiring today. Enjoy. You are seen, you are heard, you are loved by God. You're not alone, you're fully known, you are loved by God. Well, welcome to See Here Love. I'm your host, Melinda, and we're glad you joined us today. He was just 36 years old when he died in a small plane crash off the coast of the Dominican Republic on October 17th, 2016. He had his whole life ahead of him and is remembered for his tireless humanitarian work in some of the poorest regions of the world. Benjamin Cole Brown's mom is here with us today to share her story and for the very first time on television of her loss, grief, faith, hope, and legacy. So let's welcome Katie. Thank you very much. Katie, it's good to have you here. It's a pleasure. How are you doing today? Really good, really good. Um, I'm honored to be here, and uh, anytime I can talk about uh, Benjamin Cole Brown is an honor for me. Mm -hmm. What was he like? Oh, how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> a mama bragging about her I'll, son. I'll we love you. that. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a funny thing, actually, girls, because uh, you can ask anybody aside from his mom who knew him and strangers in my inbox and my everything was full to capacity when we got the call when when it started to filter out that there had been an accident cole was uh definitely very very unique he was um a leader he was a trailblazer he was a uh, humanitarian he was a very gifted photographer he was very humble and he was very quiet. He was also model material. So I had to throw that in. Mm -hmm. really? Yeah, he was actually very he, handsome. Very handsome. Very handsome. <laughs> I, had, I had to back away my own girlfriend and say, settle down, ladies, settle down. Oh. He, um, he was an amazing individual. He was loved wherever he went. Through this whole course of um, the last couple of years, I have ran into more people that have cried and said, he was my best Friend. Mm. And I can tell you, if that happened once, it happened a thousand yeah. times. Yeah. He was very well loved, admired, respected very much. And the communities he worked in, they have street names put up in his uh -huh. honor. They have, uh, there's a, a restaurant in one of the communities, uh, Nueva Renacere, in Maria's Kitchen. And we, they, thanks to Boston Pizza, there was a wall of pictures mm -hmm. of Benjamin wow. Cole Brown. Wow. And yeah. so he has left a, a phenomenal yeah. and is still leaving a very phenomenal mm -hmm. legacy, yeah. for sure. Yeah, amazing. Wow. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up with Cole in the home and what kind of led him to his humanitarian work in the DR and which Dominican Republic, I should say, in Haiti? He was very, very gentle. He was very, um, you know, I've got video of him, thank God that I have it, of him being a G.I. Joe in the park, in our little park in York where we live, and he's, he's scouring the ground and he's talking to himself about, okay, they're coming over there. Okay, watch, what's happening over there? And I mean, he, he just loved that, and gadgetry. But he was a little boy that I could have said, Cole, sit on that chair and do not move. He literally would have sat on that chair for seven hours mm. till I came back. Oh, wow. He was very <laughs> obedient. He also um, took piano at a very young age and uh, 
was an accomplished pianist as well. Wow. So, so, so then for other, humanitarian work, so how did he get to so the Dominican Republic? He actually he? married young and uh, lived in downtown Hamilton and he started flipping condos. And uh, he discovered that he really liked style and design and he bought a condo and he gutted it and he redid it. And I wanted to live there. That's how beautiful the condo was. I mean, he, he's just amazing when it, when it came to design. He then met an organization in Hamilton called Live Different. Mm -hmm. okay. And they invited him to come down as a volunteer. And he did that um, and he started to get a feel and a realization that it was only by the luck of the draw that he was born yeah. in Canada. Yeah. And they were born in third world countries. Yeah. And it hit him like a ton of bricks. Mm. And it wasn't long, he got on board with Live Different and became their manager over operations mm -hmm. for the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Okay. And, and this was making, was this building? So they would build homes okay. for, for poor people in different communities in the Dominican Republic. Cole had such a love and a passion for Haiti once he went over there that he and Franco, we call Franco his Haitian brother, they decided they wanted to build a school mm. for awesome. yeah. in, in a community, a small community called Calvera, where nobody had ever been educated before this time. And they did that. They bought a piece Incredible. of property. Today, we have the most beautiful school overlooking the ocean. We have just under mm. 400 children that are in their beautiful green and yellow uh, uniforms. All their books, teachers, Amazing. we pay for them all, oh. and they get one meal a day now every day Incredible. of the week like that we do. Applaud yeah. that. Yeah, it's so beautiful. So. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if you know this, Kate. So, accomplished piano player, my brother and Cole used to play in a band together. Yes. Yeah. When I was just a wee kid, and yes, I was like a little girl drooling over Cole. <laughs> you were on that list. You were on the <laughs> list. Uh -huh. But I was only like nine. Okay. So, uh -huh. um, but I don't know if you know this, but my husband and I were actually on a humanitarian trip um, with World Vision the day that Cole's plane went down in the Dominican. I did not know that, no. And, I did um, not know that. Steve and I were standing at the ocean and I got a text from my brother and my mom at the same time. Oh. Wow. And they said, please pray. Cole's plane mm -hmm. has gone down, they cannot find him. And that was it. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't, I wasn't able to respond or reach them because the, right. the connection was so shoddy. But yeah, we were there that day and it was just- I did not know that, Brooke, wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, I remember looking at the water and the waves and being like, yeah. how could you? Yeah. Like, it was yeah. such a, a powerful moment, but I wanted to ask you, like, what, what happened on that day? So, you know, it's a funny thing. Um, you, you hear about this happening to other people. Mm. It's never gonna happen to you. Yeah. Well, I've, I've been, I just listened recently to a wonderful um, TED Talk, and it was on grief, and you know, we could get into a whole thing on just grief alone, but 100% um, of us are gonna die. And we don't always think about that or oh, realize yeah. that or Love plan that. It's for that. Yeah. It's inevitable, right? yes. That's right, that's right. So we're all going to lose somebody close mm. to us. But again, you never think it's gonna be you and you never think it's gonna be one of your children. And I was actually, our washing machine had broke and I went to the laundromat. And it was about 11.30 in the morning, of course being the next morning, the Tuesday, the 18th of October, 2016. And I remember look, my phone rang and I looked at it and it said Ryan Wood. And I knew right away, right away. I knew that there was no reason under the sun 
that Ryan would be calling me unless there was a problem. So I answered the phone and I just said, Ryan, do not tell me that something has happened. And he hesitated and he said, Katie, he said uh, Cole was in a, a small plane and he was very gentle with that. And he said, we, the plane is missing at this point in time. We, we haven't been able to locate. So with that, you right away think that there's a 90% possibility that you have lost your son. Mm. So my, my home quickly filled up with people I didn't even know. Live Different is a phenomenal organization. Their heart is in what they do. They have such a love and a passion for people. I had all the board members come from Manitoba, from all over, who I'd never met. I mean, my house, Boston Pizza. Oh, my goodness. Um, Cole works so closely with uh, Cheryl at Boston Pizza, the owner of Boston Pizza. Food was in my, my house wow. for the next two days. Um, it, it was just phenomenal how they came. They rallied. They took us all down there. And, and again, being you know, a third world country, their heart is in it. There's not a lot of resources. Mm. But the instant the news went out, a lot of people that knew Cole, that had money, had planes, had boats, went out privately. So there were private helicopters, there were private yachts, so there were boats. So they couldn't find the plane at first? Is that what happened? We have never located them or the plane to this day. So what happened was it was, um, and, and Cole knew, you know, it, it's, it's funny because there's a little bit of a mystery there. Cole had a policy never to fly after three o'clock in the afternoon because he was in a plane one time and they were responsible for, um, for a group and there was enough turbulence that he said, that's not going to happen. We're not going to fly at night. We're not going to fly after three in the afternoon. He went with very good friends, Chuck and Candy, who owned Monkey Jungle, and they did humanitarian work as well. Yeah. And they were just leaving on the Monday morning. They were taking uh, medical supplies to victims of Hurricane Matthew. Yeah. Wow. They were going to drop them off. They were going to come back. And Cole was going to go about his business for the rest of the week. They left in the morning. They got detained for about two hours in Porta Plata with paperwork. And so that, it was Chuck's plane. Wow. He had only had it about six months. It was a 125 Laker, I believe. It was a very heavy plane. The engine sat on the top. Mm. And he had only, as I say, uh, had flown it. It was an amphibious plane. And I think he was still learning about the plane, oh, maybe himself. And who was in the plane? Was it and, Chuck? Uh, his Chuck, his wife, wife. And his wife never flew with them and, oh, because of their business. And this one day, because they were seeing special needs children, and she knew that they were only going to do a quick back and forth. She said, yeah, I want to go. And um, they, we have, uh, they had recovered. Um, so anyway, leaving, they went. They were, they were two hours detained. Yeah. Then coming back, in the, in the Caribbean, you can fly into an electrical storm, uh, like fly right into it. You can leave like sunny skies and fly into a okay. storm yeah, and, and not have a lot of warning. Yeah. But when they left, um, it was October, so starting in the rainy season, so anything could happen. And they left uh, about 5, 6 o'clock. We figure between 6 and 7, they were 5 miles out from the airstrip. They could see the airstrip. To land. To land. They could and see. They... And they were coming in, and uh, people actually, we've had eyewitness accounts who saw the plane, yeah. realized the plane was in a little bit of trouble. 
and the plane was in trouble. And we don't know, it's just all guessing what happened, whether he tried to make a second run by going out into the water, and that plane could have, you know, if the wing hit, the whole thing would have just... Right. But... Um, Katie, I, I, can I just say, first of all, our, our condolences. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. you. Thank um, you. I'm listening to this story, and my heart is breaking wide open. I'm trying to, you know, yep. pull it together. I have to celebrate your strength. You are so strong. Thank you. Um, I and have that, my moments. I know. And, <laughs> well, and that really well right you're now. doing yeah. so yeah. well. And that Thank resilient mm -hmm. spirit, um, I, I think we need to ask you, how, how did you journey from there to here? What did that look like for us to see this strong, resilient mother today? Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, if you had ever, it, it, it's a good job we don't know the future. It, it really is. And God has yes. designed it that way yeah. because we'd all be out of our minds. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. If you know that something's going to happen down the road, yes. you cannot function yeah. and live your life. Yeah. And, uh, but if someone had said to me, Katie, this is what's going to happen, I would have laid on that floor right there and I would have begged, begged God for anything in the whole world but that. And uh, that, that wasn't the case. It actually happened. It actually... It's always surreal. Yeah. Um, it, it's like I've never been shot with a shotgun to the chest, but I can well imagine because the hole, the hole it leaves is, is pretty big and pretty deep and much deeper than I think we even, even realize, mm. you know, um, you think you're fine. Mm -hmm. and, and getting back to this TED Talk, um, you know, it, it's so important to talk about our people. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's intertwined in my whole life, my whole family. Yes, so that's been yeah. a big healing that part of the journey. Been, is just, yeah, that has sharing. been. When, when Cole was a little boy, I raised him with the verse out of Mark, Mark 8, uh, 38, I believe it is. And it's, um, what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world mm -hmm. and yet lose his own soul? Mm -hmm. And I remember that yeah. being so important. And thus I end up with a man that has dedicated his life I mean, he could have been a model in Toronto, right? He could have flipped <laughs> yeah. homes, homes yeah. for a living, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And he chose to take his camera into broken down shacks where nobody really should oh, have captured. to live wow. and spend yeah. the night. Because he wanted to know what it was like to stand in ankle deep water and to stand in that overnight. What an incredible yeah. wow. young man. And, you know, so the loss is huge. Yeah. It's enormous. Mm -hmm. It broke my heart that we, we couldn't get him out of the water. That, that really, you know. The, the biggest question for me was, how am I going to live without seeing him again? Yes. How, yes. you know. Yes. And many, many people, and I really felt that many people are saying the same thing. And I think what you're about to share is gonna change lives. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. That, that is the hardest thing. How do I not pick up the phone yeah. and have him want me to talk and entertain him for an hour on the phone? Because uh, <laughs> right. he would like to talk yeah. and he never liked to talk about himself. But mom, how are you? What's going on? You know, yeah, yeah. I got home and I have, uh, I love the New American Standard. And I had opened it up in Psalm 139. I think it's 9, 9 to 14 in there. Talks about, because it bothered me so much. 
that they went down in the ocean and we could not, we could not get them out of the water. And uh, I just had to totally, totally know, which I've always known since I became a Christian in 1985, that he holds us Absolutely. right there yeah, yes, in the palm of our hand. Yes. Yeah. And nothing he lets or takes or does yeah. goes yeah. past him, around him, so over good. him or under him. So and it says, Lisa, there, mm -hmm that even in the depths, yep. right? The uttermost even in the parts, darkest yeah. sea, mm -hmm. the darkest part of the sea, your hand oh. is not only do you reach me in the darkest part of the sea, but it's not dark to you. Oh my God. It's oh, light. Wow, Katie. So, so, so he was never hidden from God's eyes. God's, yeah. God saw him so and God good. sees him. And not only did he see him, he reached him, him and yeah. brought him oh, yeah. out. Oh my gosh. So good. And I left oh. that wide open. And oh. every day, every day. Yeah. And my pastor came over and I remember showing Steve and he said, I have never noticed that before. So good. And then I went on and I was reading, oh, I turned the page, but I was reading on the other side, I think it was 14 and at verse 14, and it said how we're wonderfully mm -hmm. made. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it says, and our soul knows, knows it. it. Wow. And he always knew. Mm -hmm. He always yeah. knew who made him, so who yeah. held him, wow. who he was accountable to. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And that his life was definitely in his hands. You know, Katie, this is great because, you know, as Cheryl's mentioning about, you know, kind of journeying through the grief and loss, yeah. you're just quoting scriptures yeah. as these truths that are carrying you. And actually, when yeah. you said that about God into the sea and seeing mm -hmm. and lifting, I've never actually got that yeah. before. Mm -hmm. yeah. But isn't that amazing that his word, the scriptures can speak mm. to us that personally yeah. oh. to yes. give us that kind of hope and assurance. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. And when you need oh. it most, right? That just encourages, that has really encouraged me. And you know, what's really important for our show is to encourage viewers and listeners mm -hmm. with story, but also the promises and truths of God. Mm -hmm. yes. And you're just like, Woo, girl, yeah, like you were just bringing I that feel to feel Jesus. I totally yeah. feel with you Jesus. while you're speaking. Like I can yeah. feel that off of you. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's what the word promises, that he would be with you, right? And so yeah. we can feel that. Yeah, yeah. The, the sooner really, and I, and I learned it when I became a Christian, but you know, they're your babies, they're your kids, and you're a mama bear, and you always want to protect them and keep them safe and, and do whatever for them that you possibly can. Yeah. But the sooner we actually do open our hands and mm -hmm. allow that release, the easier our lives are going to be. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, although I miss him with all my heart, uh, I wear proudly his, that's his actual oh. signature. Oh, Can they amazing. get that? And I wear that proudly. <laughs> I'm like, I need the camera guys to get that one. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Oh, so wow. Proud. I wear that proudly because I can always hug him. Yeah. I can always hug him and keep him really close. But um, the sooner we do let go and at the end of the day, that's where our rest is. There's mm. only, we, we think we're in control. We're not in control of a minute. No. <laughs> we're really not. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we plan and we need to plan and that's very important. But we do need to ultimately know, and I know yeah. in my heart, that my son is in the best possible place. Yes. Yeah. And we re we've talked about this several times that the minute I see him again when we're reunited, because that's what keeps yeah. you going. You know that Absolutely. as that's our hope. a Christian, yeah. that, is yeah. our hope. that is our hope and our yeah. faith mm -hmm. that says yeah. it's not over when yeah. it's over. Yeah. You know, we, we have eternity. And, um, you know, we've talked about how 
when we see him, we're going to say, so what exactly yeah. happened? Yeah. And then we've realized, no, when we see him, none of that will even matter. So that good. question will not even come up. So good. Katie, you know what? We're going to transition now to our co-host, Joanna, who has a scripture that it's an encouraging verse mm. for those that are grieving a loss of a child. Now, you gave a lot of great scripture, but we have one mm. that uh, Joanna's going to share. That's this one. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted mm -hmm. and saves those who are crushed in spirit from Psalm 34, 18. Let's go to, jo to Joanna now. Thanks so much, Mel. I hope everyone is being really encouraged by the conversation we're having on the show today with Katie. It's reminding of this verse as she's talking about the loss of her son. This verse in Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Is that where you're at today? Are you feeling brokenhearted? Maybe you've recently gone through a loss, a breakup, a disappointment. Maybe you didn't get a job that you wanted or you lost a job that you had or uh, you've lost material things that you had loved or people have come and gone from your life. There's lots of things that can cause a broken heart for us. And maybe that's where you're at today, feeling this crushed in spirit. I want to encourage you, as the scripture says, that the Lord is close to you. Actually, he is as close as your next breath. His presence is with you as you go through brokenheartedness. And how do we know this? Because you see the verse, it said he is that, that when we are crushed in spirit, that actually he is crushed with us. We see that in Isaiah. I want to remind you of this prophecy of what Jesus would be. It said he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. That's Isaiah 53 verse 5. What an amazing God. There's no other God like him that came down to our level, crushed for us, not just crushed for us, but, but crushed with us. He is brokenhearted alongside us. He weeps when we weep. He grieves when we grieve. His presence is a constant and secure hope in our life. We have hope and security. And I think you see that in the story of Katie on today's show, that she has hope and life that is secure because God is near to her even as she grieves. May God bless you today as you walk through what you're going through in life. Know, know, know that God is with you. He sees you and he loves you. Well, thanks, Joanna, for the promise that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Thank you so much for your words. Now, we have been eyeing these leather pieces the whole show, Katie. That's like, good. That's this a good is, thing. I am, I'm little, I'm simple as that. Like, like this, I've been eyeing this one going, check this one. out. And That's this, this relates to the whole story because this is all about legacy. Yeah. And what do we do in the midst of grief and loss and pain? How can we redeem a situation to something amazing and good? And I think this obviously is, is part of it. For sure. All for right, sure. tell us about it. That's exactly how we felt. Cole, not only, this is a beautiful book that lived different, put together for him in honor of his life, Call the Love Legacy. And it showcases Cole as a humanitarian, as a photographer. He did all the photography work, very gifted. You can go to Benjamin Cole on Instagram, see a, wow. a gallery of his beautiful, beautiful work. We're gonna start yeah doing art gallery showings and selling his prints eventually. And being a social enterprise, we are gonna give back to his work, of course. Yeah. Because now, just prior to the accident, 
there's a piece of property above the school where we are now building a safe house for young girls taken into oh, slavery wow. and trafficking. Wow. And that is well underway now, and we will be supporting so that. Everything. Great. We look, you, yeah, talk to us about this. Yes, so the leather was the last thing um, Cole was working on. He started designing leather pieces uh, for himself for his own travel. Oh. He would get stopped on a lot of WestJet flights or American Airlines. <laughs> And they would ask him where he got his bag. And he was so excited. He'd say, Mom, they're asking me where I got my bag. Yeah. How many okay, bags hold on. I'm going to have see? it ready like model. Pick yeah. up yours So there, Okay, Lisa. so we've got a traveler here. I need one. Here. Oh, yeah, one's here. Then this one. We've got the toiletry <laughs> slash <laughs> makeup bag for ladies. Pick it up. Yes. I have that. I have this. Do you? Brooke okay. has that. I this need is a this. Wristlet. This is what I need. That yes. is our classic clutch. Oh, the clutch and wristlet. Yeah, the story okay. was featured in WestJet's yeah. magazine. So wow. after his launch, he missed his own launch, sadly, by two weeks. We oh. looked at the leather and we said, no, no, Cole, we're going to continue. This is far, far too beautiful yeah. to let it go. And Mama Bear and, and, the, <laughs> and the brothers are coming together and Papa Bear and we're going to take oh, over. Where can we find all yeah, this Yeah, we need stuff. to know where we can get all this So stuff. you can go to the website. We're in the process of uh, shipping now. Finally, that's quite the mm -hmm. adventure. Mm -hmm. um, so I sourced the leather there. We have it made in the Dominican Republic. Shipping it to Canada, and oh, you can exciting. go to the website. You can order it. And it's not just goods. for women, because our cameraman slash floor director Kelvin just said to me, "I want that bag, the front <laughs> bag." Yeah, that's so. And good. I was like, "Oh, so it's really for like men and women? Oh, which is fantastic!" Oh yeah, my husband has a guitar strap, a cambio guitar <laughs> yes. strap that he yeah. wears every time. So why is this so important? Like these are beautiful goods, but who's making this, and why is this so connected with Cole? Like I know that this was he started. Yes. Yeah, so he wanted to employ people in the mm -hmm. Dominican Republic. Okay. He met craftsmen. He saw their gifts, their talents, their skills. Mm -hmm. He came alongside and yeah. gave them just a bit of a more broader appeal to the North American audience. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we looked at them and went, and every, and I kid you not, every time I've got a piece or anybody sees them, they're like, Okay, where did you get that? Like, wow. what well, is yeah. that? We have everything like, from yeah. passport wallets. She's already. I'm already I'm ready. ready. Uh, can you know that I'm walking on. away I'm with this? I'm imagining what makeup is going well, in yeah, this exactly. bag. Oh my gosh, we have a good, and we have card holders and passport <laughs> wow. wallets. Yeah. 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 It's, it's amazing. Yeah. The website is cambiogoods.com.org. Yes. I love we own it. Them both. What does okay. cambio mean? Yeah. Cambio means change. Awesome. And that's what oh, Paul was trying to awesome. bring about. Yep. Change. So we employ we Jose here. and about 12, 10 to 12 young men. Yeah. And the condition is <laughs> that they finish school. Yeah. And Jose wow. helps them to well do done. that. And, uh, and then we sell it there as well. Yeah. And How do you see so. this as a God thing? Like, I mean, when we're talking about, because, you know, people are like, we've been through loss and grief. And then to take something, it's a legacy. But... The God part of it all for people are like, can I do something like that? What can I take in memory of? What would you, mm -hmm. what would you say? What's the advice you would give? You know, ju just don't, don't let people die. You know, they're, they're not here physically. They, they don't have to die. I, I will talk to anybody about Cole any given moment yeah. of the day yeah. because he was such yeah. a phenomenal individual. Yeah. And even his name, Benjamin Cole Brown. Mm. I mean, such a beautiful name, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't mean to, but, you know, um, no, be proud. Be proud of when we, when we lose somebody, continue to love them. We hope to honor him in every possible way mm -hmm. through his photography, through his humanitarian. We just got back on a bill. My mm -hmm. son and I and two friends, we went and we built two homes 
wow. for 10 wow. days. So we just got back on the uh, on my birthday, April 1st. We, we came back. Nice. And uh, we will continue to do that and continue. Beautiful. And all of his work, uh, Live Different, everybody is continuing. And we're so proud Katie, of all the amazing. work. And Isn't amazing. that like a way Thank to so much. transform yeah. the grief into something powerful? Yes. yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Incredible. And just to honor everything, we look at it this way. You know what? You had to stop, but we don't have to. Yeah. Right. We, we can yeah. continue where you left off mm -hmm. yeah. and, and just make you really proud and well, we're thankful. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you, Katie. Thank, thank you, girls. You. We're thank walking you. away with some of these, but we'll pay you. We're not walking away, but we are paying <laughs> we'll pay you. So thank you for your courage and your inspiration. Thank you for to having us, me. To so thank many you. others. And we honor you and, thank you. and Cole's so legacy. Good. So it's, thank you so much. And to our viewers, if you are struggling with grief and loss, we hope Katie's story and the promise of God gives you encouragement for today and then for tomorrow and the day after. We're here for you. Send us a message on our website and always know through some of the darkest moments of your life that you are loved and you are seen, heard and loved by the God who reaches down into the sea yeah. and brings you up. Bye-bye. So See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.